You're listening to Zen Supermom, the mental fitness podcast. And today's episode is about what you should do first when your hair is on fire, your to-do list is going overboard. Where should I even start? Well, let's talk about it. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Elena Gomez Rodriguez, and I'm a mental fitness coach for busy moms. And this is the first podcast to help you increase your stress resistance so that you can become a Zen Supermom and simply do it all while staying calm and happy. Welcome to the Zen Supermom podcast. Hi, it's Elena here. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about supermoms because that's why you're here, right? You have a to-do list full from here to Tokyo, as they say in Belgium. I don't know why. (laughs) Probably from Belgium to Tokyo. It's a long way to go. And you're running around with your hair on fire thinking like, where the heck do I even start? And I have had a long experience with these kind of mornings where I already got up feeling stressed like you know the moment when you realize oh shoot it's monday uh it's tuesday or uh, actually it's any day of the week (laughs) and there's so much to do that i didn't even know where to start and i felt stressed and my shoulders were tight uh and i was not in a good mood i was the grinch is that the name of the green nasty character who doesn't like christmas well i didn't like any of the days because there was so much, there was so much on my plate and I knew I was not going to get it all done. And it was just demotivating me. I was like, I don't even want to do any of that <laughs> because I know I'm not going to good, feel good enough at the end of the day anyways. So without dragging you too much into my dark days, I hope you you can probably identify yourself with that. That's why you're listening, but I hope it's not that bad. And if it is, here's the hope. So here's what I found out that worked for me, uh, and it's my invitation for you to try. So without beating around the bush, as they say, without losing your precious time, because that's the one thing that you do not have enough of in your life right now, let's go straight into it. What worked for me? What's the strategy that works for me and that I still use until today because I still have these like panic attacks not every morning not even every week I have to say because with practice it gets better this is your hope (laughs) so but what worked for me so much that I'm still using it so listen up this is it whenever I catch myself feeling overwhelmed with okay I have like 15 30 minutes of time where do I even start Like I could be doing this, this or that. And all of this is screaming at my face. All of this is urgent. So if we eliminate urgencies like uh, kids' safety and stuff like this, like, of course, you take care of that first. Like any life-threatening situations or urgencies with poopy diapers, of course, you want to take care of that first. So we are not talking about these no-brainers, okay? But if there are equally or in your mind, it looks like equally important things that you should be paying attention to or spending your time with, you feel like you have limited time, you will not be able to squeeze in more than even one, maybe even it's not enough for one of them. So you feel like throwing it all in the air and like leaving for a deserted island. So what to do? How do you, how do you decide? Okay, so whenever I feel like this, you know what I do? 
I don't do any like time management or prioritization, value compass or things like this. I do nothing. Yep, you heard me. Completely backwards, counterintuitive. There used to be days when I would used to run and I was like, okay, I have 30 minutes. <laughs> so let's start this race with myself. How many of my things on my to-do list can I squeeze in, ideally doing three of them at the same time? Like baking a cake, cleaning up kitchen, doing the laundry uh, and preparing some DIY gifts for a friend, whatever, like completely crazy stuff. I used to do that. Now, the result was, and probably the same that you're having right now, uh, none of these things got done well. I was making mistakes along the way because if you don't pay enough attention, things go wrong or you're, I was much more likely to make a mistake. I don't want to judge your experience. It might be different. For me, it didn't work. Okay, I'm a great multitasker, but I can feel, I can see the quality of my actions is not as good as when I'm doing something with a single focus. Makes sense, right? It's of course, but we don't have the, or I felt I didn't have the luxury to dedicate my attention solely to one thing. So I was running around crazily multitasking, doing really three, four things at the same time and trying to challenge myself and competing with myself. Like how many can I do today? But as a result, I still didn't feel good. I it's It didn't make me feel any better about myself because it's still... Not everything got done. I was completely exhausted. So at the end of it, I was <laughs> falling on the sofa with my legs up, completely out of energy. And I still felt like I was failing because I didn't do everything I wanted to do. So I was not, I was not happy with myself. Okay. So that didn't work. So after years of reading about all the things like meditation and mindfulness and all of these slow ways of being, which was so not in my nature. It was completely the opposite of what I was trying to do and what I thought I had to do to achieve, to get it all done. I finally decided to give it a go and it became my thing really. So how does it look like? Going back to me doing nothing. So whenever I feel overwhelmed by how many choices I have, how many things I should be doing and I want to be doing, what I meant by that I do nothing, <laughs> that's my response to the situation. I meant I sit down. Usually I uh, I don't lie down because I might fall asleep. <laughs> if I get too relaxed, I sit down either on my yoga ball or on my um, like working chair or another great thing that works for me is that I stand by a window. We have huge windows. I don't know if you've seen any of my like pictures online. Uh, we live in the 30th floor overlooking the finance district of Paris, which is like on one side we have skyscrapers. <laughs> it looks like a business jungle like Wall Street. And on the other side we have the view with the Eiffel Tower and with Montmartre, like Paris, as if you had it on the palm of your hand. Well, a little bit of show off. I'm sorry, just to say that it's very easy for me to stand by a window and enjoy the view. For you, whatever that your view is, even if you don't have any view, if you have, as they call it in French, vis-a-vis, -vis, like that you have somebody else's house in front of you, it doesn't matter. Wherever you can look, just try to find a place where you can look into the distance, okay? That you're not staring into your neighbor's kitchen. 
because then you get caught up with your brain about like what they are having for breakfast. But wherever you can look out in the distance so that you can kind of zoom zoom out, zoom off the focus, you're not focusing on any single particular thing, but you're just staring, literally. This is what I do when I said I do nothing. So I either stare <laughs> in the distance or I sit down and I close my eyes if I can afford to do it. If there's nobody around, I can just close my eyes. That works even better. Okay. And then what I do, I tune into the frequency of my brain, which is so busy. It keeps talking to me 24 seven. So I tune into those voices as if, as if I would tune into radio and I slowly start turning the volume down. So that I can still hear them somewhere in the background, but they're not disturbing me anymore. And I start feeling calmer. Because the intention is to create space. From all the blah, 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 that never ends, which makes me anxious and overwhelmed and stressed out and burned out. I just tune the volume down so that the voice are getting more and more quiet, more and more distant. They're not so like penetrating my mind. I can detach from them and their space. And I can breathe. And I love, it, love having that vision of a clean, empty, big space in my head. Because then when I calm down into it, what I often get is... They call it in like all these Abraham Wakes, Wayne Dyer, all these manifestation people. They call it inspired action. So suddenly there's as if there's an idea that uh, that does like ding, like the notification. Because there's a clean space, I can hear it. And it's my intuition telling me, well, ding, this is a great, great idea about how you might use your time. What's the next best step? And it might be a guidance about one of these things that I had initially on my to-do list. It might be something completely different. That's the fun part of it. Because sometimes what comes, my intuition, what rings, is completely different than what I had prepared on my to-do list, what I wanted to be doing. But it's even better. And I would have never got that amazing idea if I was so busy running around in stressed circles you see and very often it's like a I wouldn't say a shortcut because that means like cheating in my vocabulary it's not a shortcut but oftentimes I find that it's much more effective way of getting the same result so as before I would have on my to-do list things like Post on social media, write an article for LinkedIn, um, send an offer, prepare an email sequence for my email audience, like all of the stuff for my business, which is a boring way of putting it on my to-do list. What I get in my intuition when I clear out my mental space, I get an idea about the content. Like what is the messaging? What is... Where do I add the most value? What is the message that the women are, that are in my circle that they need to hear today that will give them the most value? And that idea, that intuitive 
hinge, hint, that informs all of my actions. So yes, then I go and write the post and write the emails, but it it flows so much easier. It takes half of the time that it would have normally taken because I don't have to labor over words and come up with smart ways of how to communicate some messages. It just flows out of me. I feel so empowered and I feel this is such an important message that everybody needs to hear. So I'm going to put it out there. I'm not going to care about my inner judge who will be telling me like, oh, this is not good enough. And you should spend another hour of crafting this, this email so that it's even more impactful, like go somewhere, <laughs> get lost, <laughs> my inner critic. I don't care because this is more important than my ego. It's much more important to do this and bring the value to people who need to hear it, help them now, rather than me and my perfectionists in my head and my controller in my head trying to just protect my ego from getting hurt if somebody doesn't like it or doesn't think that it's perfect or if I leave a typo there. You see? So I don't know what... And it doesn't matter what your purpose in life is, what your mission is, what you're trying to do with your life. And it doesn't matter if we are talking about your business, your work, your family, because that's all part of your mission. That's all part of, I believe, the reasons why you were put here in this planet Earth. We are all unique in our own ways, and there's a reason for it. You are here to learn, to have an experience, and to leave a footprint in one way or another. You do leave a mark, even if, quote to quote, you're just a mom, you're a stay-at-home mom, even if you're just an employee, in quotes, that goes to job to have a salary. Well, what do you use your salary for? What is your passion? What is it that lights you up? I believe that we all have something like this. And when your passion inspires your action, when you create space to listen to your intuition on how to combine those and how to inject more of your passion into your everyday life and how to create a meaning for what you're doing and all your busy to-do lists, that's when you go from a burnout to still being busy, but feeling what I call zen. Having that knowing that what you're doing makes sense. And that's why even if at times you're feeling like busy and stretched thin, you're not burning out because it's your passion that's driving you. And yes, then you take time to, to recover from it. But it doesn't feel like that never-ending mom race from good morning, morning routine to getting your kids to school or wherever they go in daycare and then running to work and running back, not even having time to, uh, to eat or take care of yourself, running back to pick your kids up, preparing dinner, and then just falling flat on your face in bed because you're too tired to do anything else in the evening when they go to bed finally. And then repeat the next day. That's a burnout recipe because you don't have enough of that sparkle in your life. And we talked about it in some previous episodes. Because you're running off your your to-do list is running your life, basically. And there's not enough of the passion. And from where you stand, you feel like, I cannot. <laughs> like There's no space for it. So this is where it starts. 
this is why I felt so inspired to do this episode because it again it came from that space of me having one gazillion of ideas and to do things of what I would love to talk about but what I did instead is was that I sat down I turned down the volume on all of the blah, 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 blah in my head and I listened to my intuition and this is what came out so this is very meta, <laughs> like I'm doing at the same time what I'm teaching you. <laughs> and I hope that this brings you value. Because it's been invaluable for me, this is priceless. I would not be here if I was not, if I was not practicing it. I would be still that broke, burnout coach who has a big passion, but who's been driven by her to-do list that never ends, that never gets done. I would have been probably divorced. I would be terribly guilty that my daughter is going to hate me one day when she's sitting in her therapy <laughs> sessions because I screwed up her life and I was the impossible super mom, like the super mom I used to have, who was so loving, but so in it, head over feet that she couldn't even get out. And I believe this is one of the things that helped me get out of that supermom hamster wheel, creating space. And if you get triggered by words like meditation and mindfulness, like don't even like forget about that. I mentioned those at the beginning. I don't want you to get hooked up on it. That's not what we are doing here. This can take only like 30 seconds, but it's the intention that counts. So again, I'm going to... Just wrap it up here. Whenever you feel overwhelmed by not knowing which way to go out of one million directions and responsibilities on your list, you do the opposite. You stop and do nothing. You either close your eyes if you can, which is ideal. If you cannot, at least you stand, you find a window, you stand by a window and you look out, you stare in the distance. And you consciously first hear the voices in your head doing blah, 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 blah. And then you find the button. Imagine you could have a, there used to be buttons on the old radios. <laughs> you turn it down so that you can hardly ever even hear the voices in your head. So that there's space. And you relax and rest in that space. You give yourself permission to rest in that space. And as you're breathing, I can guarantee you there will be a ding. And if it's your judge or inner critic coming with a hammer to gets your attention you just send them back you say well thank you very much for telling me that i should be doing this and i'm not good enough and blah 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 take your seat sit down let me just do this i'll talk to you later take another deep breath and clear out the space again for you and even if there's no intuitive thing that's okay because what you're doing right now is you're resetting your nervous system you're allowing your body to recover from all of that adrenaline and all 
all of these like hormone stress, all of this hormonal rush, you're allowing your body to settle, to calm down, which means you're also rewiring your brain and you're so that you have access more to that creative part of your brain. So that part that feels empathy and love and compassion and that can come up with some amazing ideas. So enjoy that. Enjoy your moment. No matter how short, it still matters. Every moment like this counts. So I would even encourage you to indulge yourself and have a couple of them a day maybe not just when you're running around like a headless chick with hair on fire but even what about every time you go to the bathroom you're usually there by yourself i when you have small babies you're not by yourself even there but if you are this is a great time just to sit and close your eyes and think about nothing Turn down the volume, clear out your mental space, and just breathe. A few seconds. It doesn't cost you any extra time. And the benefits are humongous. It's amazing, I promise you. So, well, I'm taking a deep breath in here. (laughs) This is all I had for you today. I didn't take any notes for this episode. It just all downloaded into me, and I I felt like I had to share it. That's the way it was supposed to come out of me. So I hope it's landing well on the other side in you. And I would love to hear from you. So um, either comment here or find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, my website, wherever (laughs) you want to get in touch. Let me know how this worked for you. Because this is part of my passion. This is my why. This is why I believe I was put on this earth. To learn from the experience of my mom and my early days of becoming a mom so that I can relieve the pain of other moms. And I can, from the little things that I discovered that worked for me, I can share and I can help you alleviate your pain and maybe bring you more of that joy and happiness and love that you deserve because you are already a super mom. And I know you are because you're here. You care and you want to get better. And that tells me that you are. And you're much more than good enough already. So if that inner critic, your judge comes to beat you up, just send them to me. I'll kick their butts. (laughs) Tell them it's not true. Alena said that. (laughs) Go to somewhere. (laughs) Great. So I wish you a great day. Don't forget to practice. Because as with everything that I'm teaching, if it's just your logical brain that absorbs it, then it's 5% of the effect. You have to start practicing. That's the other 95%. The more you practice, the calmer and more at ease and relieved you will feel. So start today and enjoy. Take care, Supermom. Mom.